Hi, my name's Jason John Byron, and I want to talk to you today about landlord insurance. With the current economic environment and things going on, like the government saying they're going to make sure that no one get evicted for six months, we really need to then look back at what is what does our insurance do for us. So let's talk about landlord insurance. What I want to get into today is I want to first let you guys know who I am and what I do. I'm a professional property coach. Um, I, I teach people how to use property to create cash flow for life. Um, obviously, in the current environment, it's really crucial that people know the right advice to make sure that they can make decisions based on the type of things that they might do affecting how their insurance is going to be handled, okay? So this is why I'm here today. Um, now, I have Think Property Club. That's my club. A club was set up to service people. So that's, that's what a club does. It service its members. The Think Property Club is free. Now, I also am a professional property coach, and I do have several courses on um, property development and 10x strategies and all that type of stuff as well. But today, I'm here to serve you because anyone out there who has property and is renting it to someone out there needs to know this type of information. So let's get right into that. But I encourage you also jump on board, get some of the free training, be part of this beautiful club that I created for you. I've also got something else that I've been doing for my members, and I created a, a very specific Australia coronavirus uh, government assistance info only group. So what was this? This is this isn't something that that is like other ones where it's kind of like all these uh, oh this is going on, watch out for this and watch out for that and scare tactics. I'm just trying to deliver the raw information to people, which is what I'm really passionate about. There's going to be plenty of commentary in there, but I'm only the one posting it along with um with, with other support people to make sure you're getting the information as quick as possible. So um, one of the things like we just did today was, um, well, yesterday actually, um, is a coronavirus um, treasurer update about um, in Queensland, what are they offering? Um, and they're offering a $500 a week um, type of stimulus to people who can't pay their rent. So that's one thing that we found out about. And I'm because it affects me and it affects my thousands of members that I have, I'm trying to get them the information as quick as possible. So this will serve you as well out there. So um, the question here is landlord insurance, right? This source of this, all this information comes from rentcover.com.au. They're one of many people out there that offer landlord insurance. And currently, they've actually stopped their books because they've said, look, our staff can't handle the amount of calls that we're getting, and we're going to stop our books here. But you know what? They're, they're really down to earth in the information. That's why I thought my job is to bring you this information. That's what I'm going to do right now. So I'm going to talk about landlord insurance. I'm going to talk about how you can, how uh, will changing rent be affected. So if you decide to change the payments, how will that be affected? How will putting rents on hold be affected? And how will not issuing late notices be affected? Would that be good for you? If you if if you think this could benefit from you, great. This is why you're here. So, landlord insurance. Let's look at that. How will changing rent be affected? Would you like to know that? Well, I would. If the landlord agrees to reduce rent, they cannot claim for the difference in payments. Mm-hmm. Okay. How will putting rent on hold be affected? So, if a landlord wants to suspend rent for a couple of weeks while the tenant gets back on their feet. This would not be covered as a mutual agreement and not an insured event. However, if a tenant does not catch up on payments, normal protocols should kick in. Example, breach notices, and then it would fall under loss of rent and the policy would respond. How interesting is that? How will not issuing late notices be affected? 
Well, this is a really interesting one, right? And I'll try to take myself out of there a little bit because I can see that my, my I'm overdoing these slides there. So let me go back here. Okay, that's good. We can all see it now. So how will not issuing late notices be affected? Well, this sort of, um, let me get myself out of there. There you go. This sort of not issuing late notices, you know, what will happen in this? So by, by you offering that sort of leniency is given to the tenant, it will only be an issue if it comes to a claim relating to termination. If you offer leniency and then the situation snowballs, a process for eviction will ultimately drag out. If it drags out further than the number of weeks you are insured for, you will see greater losses. Ultimately, it'll likely impact the denial of access claims and reduce the number of covered weeks. So, you know, each one of us will have different insurance policies, but we've got to figure out some some core things from what I'm telling you here and what I'm reading Every different policy is going to have their own product disclosure statement and we need to read it to have a look. But what we know right now is changing the rent, if we reduce it, we cannot claim for it. Number two, un- under this policy, under under their policies, other ones, maybe, who knows, but I'm getting a lot out of this, right? If, um, if we put rent on hold, how will it be affected? Well, we're seeing here it's a mutual agreement and not an insured event. So... If a tenant does not catch up on the payments, normal protocol should kick in, breach notices, and then it would fall under loss of rent and the policy would respond. So that's another one. It's a bit gray area, but this is how I'm seeing it because you can't figure it out. You've got to get the insurance company to figure it out and tell you how do they determine it, right? And then the last one, you know, no matter what happens, we've just got to issue these late notices because that that's showing us that, that we are – we're following through with normal actions. You know, we, we, we've got some harshness coming on here. So I'll, I'll take that advice on. Now, let's move on to the next section here, which is short-term rentals, right? I have a short-term rental. Like in a normal situation, if a guest decides to cancel a reservation, and I had this happen before, the loss is not covered. And fair enough, I know that. Um, but they do offer loss of rent cover when a short-term rental property is so badly damaged it cannot be lived in or rented out to guests. Yep, I agree with that. However, unfortunately, if a guest just changes their mind and cancels booking, it's not, not protected. Okay, that's good to know. Tribunals. If a tribunal's close, how does it impact the claim? Now, this is interesting. You are applying to the tribunal to evict a tenant and get possession of the property. A termination notice will, will have been issued. If the tenant refuses to leave and you apply to the tribunal, but there is a delay in a hearing due to temporary closes, rent cover, which is the insurance company which I'm getting all this information from, they will cover you from the day after the notice expires up to 52 weeks under denial of access until the tenant vacates. vacates. So, you know, it's, it's hard to see how do we actually put in a uh, an eviction notice if they say people can't be evicted or do we just put them in anyway? I don't, I don't know. So the tip here is it important to ensure you issue notices and apply to a tribunal as you normally would. So if you do need to make a claim, we can clearly see all responsible steps were taken to migrate the loss. Okay, good. 
no inspections. <laughs> Did you, were you a bit shocked when you heard this? Sorry, no one can have any inspections. So how are people supposed to rent my place even if they are stuck and they need to rent? There's plenty of people out there looking for rentals. There are. I've seen enough people going out there looking for rentals. Sometimes they're, they're downgrading. Sometimes a person's gone to gone to the family. So they're saying, well, we can't. We don't have enough people in this house anymore. So we need to um we need to move to short, smaller places. Uh, so that could be interesting too, but people still want to look. So they say, how is landlord insurance impacted if there's a ban on rental property inspections, as there is, in a sense, right? You can do one-on-one and plenty of people doing that due to the risk on personal health and safety. If inspections can't be done during this period, it won't make a difference to the outcome of a claim. However, it is important to note you still need to prove there was a loss of damage with photos, communication with the tenant, receipts for maintenance. Okay, So there is a clause in practically all landlord insurance policies that relates to maintaining the premises and working to prevent future damage or loss. So this is probably more so you got people that want to rent things but hey you know if 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 your place became vacant and then you need to rent it well that's not really part of an insurance policy as much they're renting they're saying well if there's some circumstances which forces that it's it was rented and you're not getting income anymore so it's a little bit different but what they're talking about here is just general inspections to to inspect a property to see if anything's been damaged in it or not so they say this. They say, why not get creative? A few of our clients have told us they will be doing video inspections with a tenant and crafting written reports. This will go a long way when it comes to making claims. So they're saying, well, if this is a point and you need to do an inspection and you can't be there because of health concerns, then then show them what efforts you're doing. to So that if something does happen and something does get broken or anything like that, or, or you need to claim later, at least you've got that video evidence. And you should be able to talk to your tenant and say, look, we were meant to have an inspection, but we don't think it's we're going to come there and do that at the moment. So is it possible for, for you and I to do a FaceTime or whatever and walk through the house and just show me what's going on here so I can make sure that everything's okay? Loss of job. This is interesting. My tenant loses their job due to the economic outlook. This would be treated as an as any other loss of rent claim and would be covered up to six weeks under the rental default as long as it meets the usual terms and conditions of the policy. Again, back to the PDS. In this situation, a tenant has lost their job as a result of economic impact of the coronavirus. However, the reason for not paying rent is because they have lost their job. Therefore, the policy would respond. If a tenant tests positive for coronavirus and unable to work for a period of weeks and falls behind the rental payments, the losses are unlikely to be covered, right? So that's interesting. But look, the coronavirus, they say, would be a maximum of six weeks is what they're saying, two weeks to get rid of it and then recovery time. So they're saying, well, you know, really how long can they can they say the coronavirus affected them because the, the statistics are showing everywhere how long that rate is for, of repair. Okay, so I hope you like that. Um, I encourage you, if you've come here from another source there or Facebook, you want to just cruise here to see the video, see what it was all about. I want to encourage you to join the club because it's for free and my whole motivation behind it is to serve the members behind there, get them to know more about how professional property um, investors and developers and all those type of people are able to create 
property in a way so that they can take advantage of being able to use it as a cash flow producing income stream and also be able to purchase property and develop property, everything about property. I've been doing it for 11 years now and I think I've got a lot to share with people. Uh, Like I said before, I mainly focus on cash flow producing property strategies, and this doesn't only mean just renting them, it means how can you develop things and move things around and subdivide and do all that type of stuff, um, and other type of fees for service that you can do with property. Um, I, I really think that there's a real fundamental to, to property investing and developing and making money out of property, and that's that's really what I, I focus on, teaching people about, look, if you're going to do it, let's learn, let me teach you everything about taxation, trusts, loans, and due diligence. I mean, that's the fundamentals, so fundamentals first. Um, so the the whole Think Property Club is free for you to join. It has a course built into it, a little app and everything, and I constantly update it there. We've got lots of podcasts. You can find me all over the internet, Jason John Byron. I've been around for a while, a lot of interviews with me, written a lot of articles, and I really love what I do, and I love just helping people out there. I've really come to a point now where I know that I've got a lot of stuff to share with people, and this is why I'm doing this video now. Um, the other things that we do, we do have a property developing course. I've been running for three or four years now where I teach everyone about property development and then I've extended that now as a 10x strategy behind that to give 10 times more value to that course to the people that that study with me on a full-time basis or a a course basis. Um, So with that, we know we go through teaching them not only property development as you saw there, but the 10x strategies which are cash flow producing, no money down, joint ventures, subdivisions, relocatables, raise and flips, list shift subs, short-term rentals, short-term holiday homes, multi-entries, rooming houses, wholesale, buyers, agent commissions, all that type of stuff gets covered in my training as well. And I give reference guys and everything. Um, why I'm telling you this, okay, if, it, if you're looking at the situation right now and going, hey, you know, this will not suit this or that, it's not about now. It's about you get the knowledge now so you've got more power later, right? So um, while you're here and while you are in isolation, you do have access to be able to learn a lot about property. As soon as we get out of this wave, and it's just a wave, you know, I'm a surfer. I always try to follow the, you know, the third set coming in. I don't know any other surfer kind of follows that. You kind of get one wave in, it's a little bit low, and then you wait for the third one because you know that's going to be the build-up one. It's a bit like the way that I see this now. Awful situation that's happened, but it can't last forever, um, and the economy is going to do a shift. But the one thing that people always need is security and the one thing that people always wonder is how how to use property in the best possible way to give you that type of security if you don't have tenants paying or renting that type of stuff the beautiful thing is property has been designated out there to say hey property is something that we know is important to people and so the banks have turned around and said hey we'll we'll, we'll do a rent hold that's a, a um a mortgage hold so that helps in that situation automatically when someone says to me, well, what are you going to do so people don't stop this, stop paying rent or whatever? Well, I'll say, well, I'll go through the normal procedures. If it's a harsh thing, there's plenty of things coming out now to give me assistance. And the government's going to be giving incentives to property um, investors and those type of things as well. But anyway, there's a course, that, the two courses that I offer on top. These are private courses, private tuition, and you find out all about them through Think Property Club as well, along with the free training. So get hold of that. And again, I'm really a fundamental guy. So I like to, whenever I teach people stuff, I like to break it down into blueprints to make sure that they know all the types of things that um, that is the most important when you're doing any type of strategy. Um, so yeah, one thing I want to say is 
Yes, yes, learn now. Learn as much as you can. I'm giving you an opportunity to join our club so that you can get some free training and learn a little bit while you're at home. Um, but when the tide shifts, you'll be in a place of power with that right knowledge, and that's really important. The other things that are happening is that as all this economy is evolving and people are holding off from not being able to get out and see properties and that, but they're ready to go and people people will get through this and finish up and go, well, where do I sit right now? Things like your house and where you live, you've been surrounded by that environment for so long. You might be figuring out, hey, I, I, I would really like to move or I'd really like to um, – you know, I've got a family now that I didn't know I had before almost, right? Some people are like that. And now I think it's time for us to to really think about our future and forget about posting things on Instagram with our food and worrying about what other people think about me. My family is the most important right now. So don't be alarmed when people kind of use this opportunity to reconnect and figure out what's important to them. Then afterwards, forget about all those material things that they thought were important and go back to the basics. And that's a home for their family. So I think you'll find that's in, that's interesting as well. Um, some people are losing a lot of money, but on the flip side, other people are making a lot of money as well. And what's happening is there's a money flow being out there. More money's being produced around Australia than it ever has before, and that's going to end up in the hands of people that will want to invest that money somewhere. Um, overseas already, the, my whole portfolio has been inundated with, with what I can see, people that had had shares and sold them out um, and and had US dollars. And I was talking to a guy today who bought a property from me. He's got US dollars. I'm like, hey, wow, okay. So he's like, well, your dollar's really good at the moment and I've just sold out of my shares and I'm looking for property. What, top, what, what have you got? So, you know, these things are interesting as well, aren't they? So join the club for free. Uh, welcome you to this information. Welcome you to the club. Um, and I hope what I was able to deliver to you tonight gives you a few things to consider before all the actions that you're going to do when you might get that phone call or anything is going to happen. And um, and follow me around the internet, um, you know, friend me and, and, and listen to, to some of the stuff and my, my adventures, what I've done with property. And, um, and I look forward to, yeah, catching up with you on the next little video that I do um, because I know I've got a lot more to share with you. Thanks.